0: Oh my fucking God. Dime que tu quieres, papi? Anywho. We're back, we're back, we're back, baby. Motivate God. Motivate God. That's what we're doing. It's the revelation. The revolution. The beginning. I really want to see this grow. Um I really just want to help more people. I know people are interested in this kind of stuff. And today we're we're about to have class, so it's even like even though even part of my audience probably you know going to get turned off, but it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't know where my co-host is. Wish I had a little bit more time to make some phone calls and texts. But I promised I'd be on, I said I'd be on at 10.30, I'm a bit late, it's 10.59 now, but technically I was on 10 minutes ago, and I could have came on a few minutes earlier, I was trying to relax my mind and make sure that I w- didn't get on here and be all in a bad mental mode, so <clears throat> I was just kind of laying there and scrolling on Instagram. I don't know if Instagram is the right thing to do to try to relax your mind, because that's all some crazy shit on there, but it is. it is, it is what it is. So, what we're talking about today is the law. And we're not talking about man's law. Some stuff that was created to uphold this facade that we all live in. We're talking about universal laws, universal principles. (laughs) Basically, physics, you know? Um, Have you you guys ever heard of string theory? Supposed to be like the... um, the theory for everything. You know, what I don't like, um, a lot of people, you know, like I'd be saying all the time, like people don't have no respect for academics. You know, it's crazy. You know, of, of course, you know, these things are theories, but they have their uses, you know, um, get gravity is a theory. Um, but, you know, if you walk off the side of a building, you're going to go splat on the side. It's that's a law. We call it gravity. Excuse me. Uh, Science doesn't, science don't even really know. You know, they don't really know. They don't really completely understand gravity. But we know it's a law. We know what happens. We can use the math. That's what the thing is, okay? So if you can, if, 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 if you can use math to predict something and you, get it right, like almost every time, then, you know, because you can't explain, you know, why, then that's the reason why it's a theory. Because you can't explain why, you know? And some of this stuff will never, I don't think, will ever, you know, get to the point where we really understand it. Because like, and some of the stuff we're gonna talk about in a minute is like, you know, you can't look at the particles, like it's certain stuff that you can't see. You know, uh, because seeing is touching, and once you touch it, you change it. So you can't see it in its untouched state. You know what I mean? So there's gonna always be things that 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 it will be a theory, because we can't completely prove it or whatever. But in the in this day and age, you know, in the fake news era, and people don't trust anyone for like anything they rather listen to a meme or a 15 second TikTok and take that as the gospel and then argue with someone who's read 2000 books on the subject. And then they'll say, I don't know what it is, but I don't like it, you know, <laughs> or I don't agree with it or whatever. And what I like to say is data don't care about your feelings, you know, data is data. So, um. Did I pull that up on my computer? I think I did. Let me see. Give me a second. Why physics says you can never touch anything? We're going to go over that. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the thing about... I don't see it. Um, Famine. The etymology of famine. I think I have it. Let me see. Boom. I got it. Okay. Okay. Um one the one definition of fa- famine um it, that people know is a severe shortage of food as through crop failure resulting in violent hunger and starvation and death but another uh definition of famine is an acute insufficiency and there's a line in the bible now again you guys have read too many books i'll never quote anything right But in the Bible, it says the land, I saw the land of famine or something like that, or the the land was filled with famine. And I'm here to argue that what they were saying was an acute insufficiency, you know, because, oh, yeah, because the next line was like the they can't hear. They can't hear the word, the, the Lord, man. I'm sorry, I'm butchering that shit. But anyways, what I'm saying is that there's a famine on the land now. And it's an acute insufficiency. And it's it's people with a lack of ability to hear the words of the Lord, if you will. <laughs> to hear the truth, to hear the gospel. You know what I'm saying? To see reality to see things as they are instead of this, an illusion that we live in. So that's why, you know, and I'm frustrated all the time because I come with somebody with facts and data and then they argue back with me with their feelings. And like, I don't know what to say to that. I really don't. I mean, like, those are your feelings. Um, I'm talking data. Like we're on two different subjects here. Like your opinion on the matter is irrelevant. It's completely beside the point. Your opinion matters not to data. Data is data. It gives a damn about your opinions or feelings. It is what it is. Excuse me. Just like the universe, I just ate. If I can be wolfing down food lately, I need to stop doing that. So yeah, so like I was saying in one of the other videos, if you want to know more about a word, Type in that word and then type in etymology. It's E T Y M O L O G Y. And it'll start giving you like <clears throat> the lineages of the word. Um Famine. Old French famine or famine starvation. From vulgar Latin Famina or from Latin fame F- 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 hunger starvation or famine which is of unknown origin basically what i'm saying is um you guys know that the bible had been translated from different languages and you you also know that words meant different things at different times throughout history you know the same word has a different meaning in the context of the time that you're in. In modern times, we have new words like, um, I don't know, email. I don't know, freaking internet. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. What I'm trying to get you to understand is that words have different meanings in different times. So if you really want to understand things, you need to try to understand what the word means now and what it meant in the past and even further back. Because like, for example, the Bible, I keep bringing that up because that's what you guys know about or will can attach to. But we know that the Bible was written a long time ago. We also know that it was translated many times. So if you want to understand the Bible better, it, it might be a good idea to look at the, the etymology of those words. Do you hear me? Does that make sense? Motivate God. So here's one of the ones that we all hear about. I'm going to start light and I'm going to get heavy. But you got energy cannot be created or destroyed. Um, It only changes form. Again, that is a law. That is a law. Your opinion matters not (laughs) How you feel about it matters not You could say, well, what about this? Well, what about that? Well, what about this? Well, what about that? Well, it's probably a fact It's probably a matter of you not understanding this or that That you're talking about Because once you break that this or that all the way down You're going to see that this law is true The energy always goes somewhere and it always comes from somewhere. The the iner- the amount of energy in the universe is static. So the, the universe doesn't gain or lose energy. It's the same amount that was there at the beginning of the Big Bang as there is now. Now, and you can argue about the Big Bang. I wish I wouldn't have mentioned that because then people have arguments on that. So that can be, there can be an argument there. What I'm focusing on are the laws. The law is energy cannot be created or destroyed. It only changes form. And all the energy in the universe is static. So then you have to think, uh, relate all of this that I'm going to be talking about today to your real life, real simple things, you know, real reality, because that's what we're focusing on. So, um, you know, us moving around, a human walking around, you know, you know, there's definitely energy there, there's definitely energy transferring there. We're definitely a part of that that static amount of energy that's within the universe, right? There, there can be there can be no argument there. Also, so then we think about life and death, this the, the cycle, the human cycle. And then you, you think about the natural cycles out there, how the plants grow and they wither and they die. They get old. The spring comes, they sprout new. Some of these plants don't even really die. It, it appears that they're dead. I know a little bit about plants because I, I love to grow. The plants can literally come, from, come back from the dead. Um, plants it like I say, they may appear to be ha- have they have died and they didn't like there's trees that get cut down from to the stump, the stump and that but that tree is still alive and sometimes the tree it'll grow out of the trunk or maybe out of the sides of the trunk because those roots are still there the roots are still gathering um you know, the roots are alive, you know, the problem is in that situation is like um, the tree needs the leaves to convert like light into energy. That's how what that's what it uses the, the leaves for. So without the leaves, it, it's insufficient in its vitamins. So a lot of times a tree will die when you cut it at the bottom in its trunk like that. But if that tree can get a little sprout to come out fast enough, that sprout will gather energy from the sun and keep it keep that whole big old thing alive you know you know you have seeds that go dormant and like you can burn them and stuff and they'll go dormant and again you think all this stuff is dead but as soon as the conditions are right they'll come back you got fish that the river will dry up And the fish will curl up in like a little ball and slow its metabolism to a really slow, slow rate, where again, it appears to be dead. But when the conditions come back, right, the water comes back, they could be in that that state for a really long time, like years. And when the water comes back, then the water triggers something and the fish will, you know, metabolism speeds back up and it gets up and it swims out, swims away. It's like a miracle. <clears throat> this is data. These are facts. You cannot argue with any of it. Look it up. So, again, that goes to the thing I was talking about. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It only changes form. And the, the mysterious the mysteries of the universe, the things that we don't understand. Cause that's what we're talking about today. So let's talk about temperature. Temperature is average kinetic energy of atoms and molecules. Thermal energy is the total kinetic energy of atoms and molecules. So Try to understand what that is. I'm gonna say it again. Temperature is average kinetic energy of atoms and molecules. Thermal energy is the total kinetic energy of atoms and molecules. So, um, temperature is like what we measure all the time, right? That's it's a useful tool, right? But it's the accuracy isn't there. Um, uh, if if you measure it thermal energy, then you you have a more um, accurate um measurement um so then you know that's all about those molecules moving fast, right it's all about the uh the electrons the atoms they, it's all about the atoms moving really quickly, and that's the thermal energy you know what I'm saying as those atoms move really the faster they move, the more let's say hot it is, you know, and the slower they move the colder. You know the, the, and you know cold is really just the absence of heat. That's another thing. So but then you think about like the molecules in a solid object, these molecules uh, don't move very much or they move slowly, you know um, like in an ice cube or, or a solid object. you know and then you have uh, liquids and then the molecules they slide upon each other. You know, they slide over each other. Like water is really amazing. I'm not going to talk about water. i probably do a whole damn episode on water. So I'm not going to talk about water today. But the molecules roll and slide over each other in the liquids. And in the gas, the molecules are just, you know, they're moving much quickly. They're more freer and then there's more space. Um. So, again, this helps you understand the real world. Like I say, these are laws that can't be argued with, you know, if you, if you take this information and use it in your daily life and everything that you look at, you can understand it better. If, if, if you understand about how, you know, the molecules, the atoms move, because that's everything, you know, we know that the, uh, the atoms are mostly made of space. Oh, and I'm going to talk about that. So I don't want to jump the gun. So let's move on. Let's say uh, the entropy <clears throat> of an isolated system can never decrease. Um, one-way flow of entropy appears to be the reason there is only forward flow of time. So, that one is hard to explain. I am going to lie. Let's move on. Um, because that's why Einstein said that time can only move forward and people be talking about making a time machine or whatever. But, um, as far as we know with the laws of the universe, um, you can't go backwards and, and, and it's because of this law of entropy, um, 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 because entropy of an isolated system can never decrease. So basically, it can only increase. It can only like spread. Um, so like, kind of like think of it as making a mess. <clears throat> it's like you got a you got a sheet of paper and you rip it, you rip it into pieces, and you know. So you could rip it into two pieces. You could rip it into three pieces, and you could rip it in a thousand pieces. It's 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 increasing its entropy. You know what I'm saying, but. You can't put you can't really put those pieces of paper back together. Um, and I didn't explain that very well, so I'm going to move on. Electromagnetism, the study of interaction between electrically charged particles. OK, electromagnetism is the study of interaction between electrically charged particles. Negative charge. Is more electrons than protons right a negative charge is more electrons than protons understand that um, a static object with a charge a static object with a charge it will affect only other charges if you have a static magnet it will only affect other magnets basically in this We're talking when we say static, we mean not moving. So a static object with a charge, it will affect only other charges. If you have a static magnet, it will affect other magnets only. And it will not affect other charges. So a moving charge will affect a magnet. And a moving magnet will affect a charge. Understand, magnets will always have a positive and a negative pole, right? And a moving charge creates a magnetic field. A moving charge creates a magnetic field. A moving magnet creates an electrical field. So these two things kind of, one turns into the other, if you will, one affects the other, if, it, if you will. Um, but the motion is what causes one to be able to affect the other. With, when there's no motion, they can only affect the same thing, something that's the same as it is. But once it starts moving, then it affects that other thing. So it's kind of like it's kind of like the um, you know. W- We know that we can use magnets to to create electricity. A lot of people understand that. Um, But I don't think people understand how you can use uh, a charge or electricity, if you will, um, to create a magnetic field. Man, I don't want to fucking flub that up. Pretty sure I said that right You cannot know a particle's exact position and its exact momentum at the same time. So basically, it's like like an electron uh, from an atom. Um, you can know where it is, but not how fast it's moving. Or you can know how fast it's moving, and then you won't know where it is. You can only look at one of those dimensions of the particle at a time. Again, this is a law. You cannot know a particle's exact position and its exact momentum at the same time. So, think of a car going down the road Um, and you see how far away it is. Um, You you know, you could see where it is in a distance when it's far away. But you have no idea how fast it's moving. You can only guess. Um, you get what I'm saying? What, what I'm saying is all these laws can... Like this is sound... It sounds like theory and it sounds as abstract. But really it's not. If you just break it down into simple terms. <clears throat> so... Properties can only be expressed in terms of wave function. Wait. My... Motivate God. You're muted or something. It doesn't say that you're muted on my end, but but something's not right. Okay, so. Static object. Particles can only be expressed in terms of wave function. Okay, yeah. Um, The electron is everywhere at once. It's here and there. So, like, that's some... Again, these are facts. You can't argue with this. Um, The electron is everywhere at once. It's here and it's there. You know? um, That's crazy. Then that makes you think about the particles. And that's what you think about astral projection And, like, the what is it? The Higgs boson. Um, what am I thinking of? I think I wrote that down later too. Having to do with the two particles that are far apart from each other, but they mirror each other's, you know. Like, some of this stuff is really, really crazy, you know. Um, how something can be in one spot and in another spot at the same time. So, how can that be? But they know that this is true. Um, with the electrons, Um, um, it's like the same particle can be in different places at the same time. That's some crazy shit right there. So, you know, if you think about humans and you think about how we are, and you think about universes, and then you think about where they talk about multiple universes, and then you haven't, Uh, multiple versions of yourself living in these multiple different universes. That's something to think about right there. Um, Maybe not all of us, maybe a piece of us or something like that, you know, because the atom, the electron is just a piece of the atom. But it says the electron is everywhere at once. It's here and it's there at the same time. So then I got. Force equals mass times acceleration. Um, force equals mass times acceleration. I know a lot of you guys out there probably know this one. Um, that's a basic basic thing. Um, how, like, the bat, you swing in the bat and it's hitting the ball. So the mass of the bat... Um, And how fast you swing it is how much force is going to hit that ball. But then you got the force of the ball coming into one direction, you know, coming in the opposite direction. So then, you know, that's going to increase its acceleration also. You got the law of universal gravitation. Hey, you there? Yeah. Yeah. You can hear me now, huh? Yeah, man.
1: How, how
0: much did you catch any of the show? Did you catch any of the stuff I was saying so far?
1: Um, yeah, I was hearing some of the stuff uh what was like the, you know, electricity, magnetism. Um
0: yeah. Yeah, so I did a little bit of research. Like I'm really comfortable in, in uh, you know, in this topic. But, I, you know, being that I'm an academic, I don't like to um, say the words wrong when it comes to stuff like this. So I made some, you know, a pretty good amount of notes for this. Yeah. I also got a couple of websites that we can glance at, too. Quantum entanglement. That's what it was that I. um, That's what I was mentioning or just now.
1: Entanglement.
0: Yeah, quantum entanglement. I was just mentioning that and I was wondering what it was I was talking about. I ain't gonna lie because like I say, I, um, I fucking mix a lot of shit up in my head. Let's see, let's pull it up. Quantum entanglement. Have you heard of that before?
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, now, I guess sometimes I get a little mixed up but isn't that like what like when you're observing um something they come well, up like oh yeah that's part of it what you
0: what you're talking about I mentioned earlier is how like you can't see something without touching it and that's the reason why there's some things that we can't see um because once we once we see it we've touched it and we've changed its it's you know what it's uh, the state that it was in before. So therefore, we couldn't see how it was in its, in its you know natural state because we affected it. Um, quantum entanglement is a bit different. It's like, OK, it's a physical phenomenon that occurs when a group of particles are generated, interact and share spatial proximity in a way such that the quantum state of each particle of the group cannot be described independently of the state of the others including when the particles are separated by a large distance. The topic of quantum entanglement is at the heart of the disparity between classical and quantum physics. Entanglement is a primary feature of quantum mechanics lacking in classical mechanics. That was a bunch of words. Does that make any sense, though? Um, It's talking about these two particles that when they say quantum entanglement, they mean it like somehow they're connected because they mirror each other's movements and they know this for a fact because they've been trying to figure this shit out for the longest. Um, one particle moves and the other one moves exactly the same, you know, and then, but there's no connection between them. Like they're not touching, you know, it's, it's like, how are they even communicating with each other or whatever? How They don't understand how this works at all. Um, they just know that it is that it's true that these particles can become in, in quantum entangled, if you will, and no matter how far apart they are, one moves, the other mirrors the movement exactly at the same time.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, and I, I think that's well, that's similar to what I was thinking, but not exactly because i mean when it when it really breaks down to it you know it's a, a definitely a, a interesting subject for me but as far as like me getting to the point of even
0: oh teaching... man nobody knows this stuff bro nobody really understands this stuff bro like i was watching the video no seriously i'm not even joking i was watching a video earlier a guy he's a he's a he's an expert of physics I don't know what it is, quantum mechanics Or I can't remember I want to look at my uh, YouTube history Just so I know, I don't want to show no videos But um, this guy He said, you know He said, if you if you say you know This stuff, then you don't know this stuff And he's like the guy who knows More about the stuff than <laughs> Than any fucking body So uh, It's like, I want to say quantum mechanics I don't know man I was watching a lot of shit about String theory, quantum physics. I don't know where this shit is. It's too much fucking shit I was looking at. Anyways, the point is this guy, he's like the the world leader of this stuff. And he says, if you say you understand this stuff, that means you don't
1: Hmm.
0: at all. And he is the authority on the shit. So basically, no one understands this stuff. This is all on the edge of science. This is all, like, stuff they're trying to figure out or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, nobody nobody understands this stuff. So, yeah. But that's the reason why I'm talking about this stuff is because these, this is, these are the laws of the universe. So if you want to understand the universe better, then you just try, you know, attempt to get your oh. mind around some of these ideas. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, let me see. Standard model. No, no, no. Higgs boson. That was the other thing, but no. I can go back to where I was at. Because what I'm talking about is scientific law. So I put um, scientific laws or laws of science are statements based on repeated experiments or observations that describe or predict a range of natural phenomena. The term law has diverse usage in many cases approximate accurate broad or narrow across all fields of natural science physics chemistry astronomy um, geoscience biology laws are developed from data and can be further developed through mathematics in all cases they are directly or indirectly based on empirical evidence it is generally understood that they implicitly reflect though they do not explicitly assert casual relationships fundamental to reality and are discovered rather than invented. So basically what they're saying is like, Mm -hmm. you know, these are things that are there and have been there and And will be there. (laughs) Ain't going nowhere. And, you know, um, and also they're saying that it's kind of like at the end of the day, it's still a theory because we don't really understand these things. You know, that's, that's what I was saying earlier in the video, how like you know how people you know they scuff their nose up at academics and they'd be like oh it's just a theory but like because gravity is a theory but we all know if we walk off the side of the building the roof we gonna we gonna go splat we all know this okay mm-hmm. so that's you, we you could call it what you want you know what I mean gravity may not be the best word for it you know what I'm saying that may not be you know the best description for it or whatever maybe not that can be an argument but. The reality of and also we can we understand the math related to gravity so we can use the math to predict how, you know, objects are going to react or whatever, how they're going to move. You know what I'm saying? It's a theory. Yes. Is it useful? Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's related to the laws of the universe. You know, it's a theory because we don't understand why. Why, you know, and maybe we'll never understand why. So gravity probably will forever be a theory you know what i mean it's one of those things that we can't get
1: yeah i mean i guess i mean because really i mean when it comes down to it that's just uh i I guess the best description to give it or name that we can call it because you know I, i mean magnetism i mean i guess as far as the body you know the, the way the body, well, the two bodies uh, interact with each other. Because, I mean, of course, we don't necessarily, we're not stuck to Earth. We can jump, we can, you know, run, whatever, where we not necessarily connected, but they keep the between the two, you know, the human body and the celestial body. There's, you know, as far as you're not going to go too far from, you know, the, like the, the human body's not going to separate itself totally from Earth without some miraculous event separating it.
0: Right. It's the energy. The energy is going to take to do it. But even once we leave the Earth, gravity still, you know, it, has. It, it exists. So, so let me see. I said gravity and quantum physics. um, Force equals mass times acceleration. Law of universal gravitation. Gravity and quantum physics. um, Looking is touching. Uh, You got point particle quantum field theory. You ever heard of that? Point what? It's point particle quantum field theory. So basically... They use in a, they're um, trying to explain the universe by using a point and saying that like the particles are at a point at some point or whatever. Um, so and I wanted to explain quarks, leptons and bosons. I might do that. Um, but you got you got quantum solvents. Hadron therapy, Maglev trains. Those were all developed. From point particle quantum field theory. So I mean I mean I could talk about that a bit more, but you got weak force, electromagnetic force, strong force. Um it says gravity is not a force. Um basically they're saying gravity is like the stage that everything is on, you know. That's another thing. Like gravity, they can't find a particle for gravity, you know. It's um, it's one of those things that that fucks up their math. If they, th- if they if they if they if they if they uh in, like make a gravity particle and put it in their equation, then all the shit falls apart. So it says elementary particles as different modes of vibration. That's one that you can understand probably, or you know, I mean, everybody can understand it. So, but like elementary particles as different modes of vibration. So that's like what string theory is. But the problem with string theory is that string theory requires 10 dimensions for it to work. So that's their problem. They can't get their mind wrapped around the tenth tenth dimensions. So that's where people want to throw string theory out. Um, but string theory is so good mathematically, it's able to predict, you know. It's it's better than the particle point particle quantum field theory. Um, It's like a step up from that. Smells like something's burning. Somebody turn on the. I bet you they turn on the fucking heat. Fuck. I don't know why niggas always got to fucking do that shit. Irritating. (sighs) But things we have to deal with. Anyways elementary particles as different modes of vibrations. So you know how like they got atoms, right? And then you break the atoms down into like the protons, electrons, and neutrons, right? And then you can break those particles down into even smaller particles, right? So the smallest things that they can come up with was, well, well, part of it is what I was saying before about the point particles. But the point particles didn't work well enough, so they came up with string theory, which is the vibration of these particles. So what they're say what they're saying is um, this this same thing can vibrate at a different frequency and create a whole different particle out of it. Does that make sense? A different okay. It's, it's the same piece. It's the same little subatomic particles. Same little thing. Mm-hmm. But if it vibrates differently, it creates a different particle, which is actually the particles that are in the atom that makes that thing what it is. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. It, do, um, it does. Um, what's What's a well, well yes yeah, because I mean it's, I guess it's just mainly frequency so you're... yeah
0: that's what we're talking about we're talking about we're talking about vibrations we're talking about frequency the frequency of the vibrations exactly so think of the particle as this little thing right and if it if it vibrates this way it makes a stove let's say I'm just just throwing it out there and if it vibrates this way it makes a car you understand mm-hmm. like the frequency of the vibration how it vibrated. Is what particle like it becomes, if you will, that it demonstrates,
1: if you will. Yeah, no, nah, that's not, that makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think about all that at the beginning? Um, at the beginning, I was talking about how, um, the word um, I didn't write it down, um what is it? Famine. The word famine. I was talking about the word famine and the verse from the Bible where it's like, there's a famine on the earth. Uh, but and then I looked up the etymology of the word. I don't know where the fuck I wrote that shit, but it's like a lacking or a lacking of understanding. It's like, you can't hear God's word. can't hear the truth. and uh, You know what I mean? the the land is filled with people who can't hear you know the truth they can't hear god's word they can't hear the gospel they can't hear the words of the lord you know what i'm saying
1: Hmm. ain't that something i always related that word with hunger
0: right that's why i was brought up the etymology of it i looked
1: it up or
0: starvation um um Right, that is that is the definition of the word, but there's multiple meanings to the word, just like there's you know everything, and that's what I be telling people. Type in the word and type in etymology. Oh, wait a minute, I have this. Hold on, let me go back. I do have it, I do have it, my bad. So an acute insufficiency. An acute insufficiency. That's another definition of the word. So it's like like I say, an acute insufficiency. And there's a there's a line in the Bible. And it would make more sense if you use this definition. Um, you know, it wasn't a famine of bread. It was a famine of people being able to hear the knowledge, take in the knowledge or have the knowledge. It's a, an acute insufficiency of knowledge, of knowing. Hmm.
1: I mean, I think it has a lot of. I mean, when you look at it from that standpoint, I mean, is it still still means what it says before? But it adds a lot more. I don't know. I don't know what makes me understand it. I guess a little bit better, because I mean, I famine. Was that? What does I N E stand for? Oh, i stand. Oh, I don't have uh, my dictionary. Oh shit. Because uh fam, like short for family, and then the I N I wonder or oh, because it's F A M I N E, right? Or is it two N? Yes. Yeah, no,
0: that's it. F F A M I N E. That's it. But the spelling is different in uh vulgar latin is spelled famina so that might be where you're getting at um uh, and then there's another form of latin um
1: so famine is a latin word well it it's old french uh, yeah Pum- it looks like
0: it's Pum- coming from it looks like it's coming from latin yeah I don't know if old old French had to come from Latin too. So yeah, so the root must be Latin because it goes from two versions of Latin into old French and then into English or whatever. So it's super interesting, man. I'm telling you all the time, like, you know, whatever word type in that word, you know, and then type in etymology right behind it. E-T-Y-M-O-L-O-G-Y, and it'll give you the lineage of the word and the other definitions of the word. This is something I learned back when I was trying to do linguistics, because this is the kind of shit they made you do, That's and it's the same reason why I stopped doing it, because it's too fucking hard.
1: Oh, it's a lot of work, believe
0: me, I, I know. Way above my head. I can't, you know. I mean, I like to think of myself as an intelligent guy, but there's some there's some limits. <laughs> I mean, i well, sure I'm sure I, mean, I could, I'm sure I could do it if I really like, you know, applied myself. But I just don't think that I'm I'm willing to put. That's way well, too much ti- work.
1: Yeah, to me, it's just a bunch of time, and you know, when you got so many other things going on, it gets to be a lot. Because I mean, really, like as far as I've been learning, you know the more um i guess what they say the more structure and the way of the, the way of how you know how you truly study it's like you're supposed to have like three three to five different dictionaries and you know pretty much every word that you go across you're supposed to look it up i'm telling right? you I'm telling you. So, but but
0: the best way to do it is do etymology. You don't need three dictionaries if you just type in etymology because the computer's
1: going to pull all that shit up for you. Well, I would need two, two, two screens or two. Yeah. Just so I could be the. I
0: ain't gonna lie. The, when I when I re, when I re, when I'm really going hard on research, and I've seen dudes, I've seen dudes using three computers, and and you know, I, I that'd probably be the best because. I use two computers a lot of times, you know, and my phone. So then that's three right there. So, because when I'm researching something, like sometimes I need these screens open and I go back and forth and back and forth, and it's a lot easier. You know what I mean? Uh, you like people can understand that you can have unlimited screens open in your computer, not unlimited, but you can have a lot, but you can't look at them at the same time. That's the problem. You can like make it smaller and p- open another window and so forth and so on, which I do. But again, another computer. I'll have two screens, literally two screens. I'm looking at because I've because I've minimized the window and I've opened another one and minimized this so that I can look at them both at the same time, and then open up another computer and do the same thing on that one. And because that's like that's how much it takes to really like you know, it is what it is. Like um, even when you're doing music, when I back when I used to record music. Um, The way they taught us in school, I I taught myself how to do music, but I also went to school for it. But in school, it was always two screens. Like your desk, your desk has two screens, and you can move, you can literally move things from this screen to the other. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, it helps a lot because if you're working on something, you need to be able to see. Like the board that you're working on, and you then you want to see like the waves or whatever, and it's kind of hard to look at them both at the same time on one screen. I mean, it could be done, but it's it's just it's it's way better to have the two screens. So, like I say, I've seen dudes do research and they do research and they'll have like three computers going and just going back and forth, boop 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 boop. boop. Yeah, because that's what it takes. That's what it takes. Yeah. So yeah. So let me go back to the beginning some of the stuff um cuz like energy cannot be created or destroyed, only change form, right? So then you like to think I like to think of humans as energy, right? And we we know that the amount of energy that's in the universe is static. So the same amount of energy that was here is here and will be here forever.
1: You know what I mean? Well, All it does well, is I actually look at our souls uh you know specifically that's as, what i mean yeah as energy and our breath is the spirit so i mean um as far as the body you know that's just pretty much a shell that our our mother created for us the house it's
0: our it's our vessel it's i think of our body as like a space suit yeah it keeps us alive. It gives us our, you know, energy. It gives us our oxygen. It gives us what we need to, 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 to be protected from all of the stuff that's in the environment. It's like a spacesuit. Um, because I was talking about electromagnetism, the study of interaction between electrically charged particles negative charges more electrons than protons so again none of this stuff can be argued with it says this one is another one that I I really hope people get it's like a static object with a charge it will affect only other charges if you have a static magnet it would only affect other magnets and will, will not affect other charges Moving charge will affect a magnet, and a moving magnet will affect the charge. Magnets will always have a positive and negative pole, and a moving charge creates a magnetic field, and a moving magnet creates an electrical field. So these are like two sides of the same coin. So, I mean, to understand the universe, you want to understand... Vibrations, um, and you want to understand, you know, magnetism, if you will, because it's basically everything.
1: That's how pretty much everything is animated. Well,
0: no, that's not true. Well, yes, that is true, actually, because the atoms are moving always, even in a solid object. Um, the atoms are moving, the electrons are are going around. And another thing is everything is mostly space. So that's one thing that's hard to understand. Oh, I wanted to touch on how you can't touch anything really. Have you ever heard that before? And the way I like to say it is like the, the hammer never touches the nail. And I have that.
1: Yep, I have that.
0: I have that, I have that. Let me share this.
1: Well, shit, I don't know about that because uh, the hammer damn uh, damn sure uh, touched my finger.
0: But it wasn't the hammer that was touching your finger. It was the energy from it. it and, and it was affecting the electrons. So, okay, so it says, why physics says you can never actually touch anything. So...
1: Uh, I guess I'll just read it because... See, that's the type of shit I, I, I like to argue about because I mean, yeah, the energy is what actually, you know, makes anything move the, uh, or... But there's usually... I mean, there is some con- contact somewhere. I mean, am I not holding the hammer? Yeah.
0: Technically, you're not. Technically, it's, you're not touching the hammer. You're holding it, but your hands aren't touching it. These are, this is, these are physics. You can't argue with this. Let me read the article. It says, if you're reading this right now, it's a sure bet that you're touching something, be it your cell phone, laptop, chair, desk, or a nice plush bed with Egyptian cotton sheets. Uh-huh. Speaking of that nice plush comfy bed, I hate to sadder the illusion, but you aren't actually touching it. Everything you can see, touch, and feel is made up of atoms, this infinitesimally small constituent parts of matter. The field of study related to these, called quantum physics, gives us plenty of mind-bending things to consider about the world around us, specifically the indistinguishable, indistinguishable activities going on at an atomic scale. Ultimately, it may seem the atomic world isn't particularly relevant to our day-to-day lives. However, this information is a key point when it comes to our understanding of how the four forces shape the physical world. And thus, it is key to understanding the universe. After all, you can't understand how large things work without knowing the ins and outs of the small stuff. Um, among phenomenon it encompasses, we have quantum entanglement. We talked about that a bit particles that pop in and out of existence, the particle wave duality, particles that shape shift at random, strange states of matter, and even strange matter itself. Quantum mechanics also tells us that we are made up of particles, which means that microscopically, all sorts of strange things are going on within us that aren't perceivable to the human eye, things that sometimes seem to, to make little sense.
1: I wonder if, that, I wonder if that's why... Uh... Jada chose the word entanglement so she can kind of move in and <laughs> out of that uh, conversation. <laughs> you know, well, you know, we kind of did stuff, but we didn't really, because, uh, I mean, there's no way we could really touch, because...
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. uh. <laughs> to understand why we never, yeah, I don't, know why I don't even want to go there because uh, I think they have an open relationship and whatever the hell they're doing within their marriage is whatever the hell they're doing within their marriage. So, yeah, yeah, you know, no, 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 no. She know. wants to call it an entanglement. She can call it whatever the hell she wants. You know, it's yeah. whatever. You know, Uh and I, and again, it goes back to polygamy and all of that because I think that we're mammals, we're rabbits at the end of the day, and I think that. Uh, Uh, you know, these monogamous relationships aren't even natural for us physically. So To, to understand why you can never touch anything, you need to understand how electrons function. And before you can understand that, you need to know the basic information about the structures of atoms. For starters, almost all of the mass an atom has is concentrated into an incredibly small region called the nucleus. Surrounding the nucleus is a whole lot of seemingly empty space, except for the region within the atom where the electrons and protons can be found orbiting the central nucleus. The number of electrons within an atom depends on the element which atom is supposed to comprise. Like photons, this funky subatomic particle also exhibits the particle wave duality, which means the electron has characteristics of both a particle and a wave. On the other hand, they have a negative charge. Particles are, by their very nature, attracted to particles with opposite charge and they repel other similarly charged particles. This prevents electrons from ever coming in direct contact in an atomic sense and literal sense. Their wave packets, on the other hand, can overlap but never touch. The same is true for all humankind. When you plop down in a chair or slink into your bed, the electrons within your body are repelling the electrons that make up the chair. You are hovering above it by an unfathomably small distance.
1: I call bullshit.
0: Again, this you can't argue with this stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. You cannot argue with this stuff.
1: Man, uh, I, 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 hey, I'm going to say, look, my bed feels real nice. <laughs> it says, why we think we touch things.
0: I'm sure some of you will wonder if electron repulsion prevents us from ever truly touching anything. Why do we perceive touch as a real thing? The answer boils down to how our brains interpret the physical world. In this case, a number of factors are at work. The nerve cells that make up our body send signals to our brain that tells us that we are physically touching something. When the sensation of touch is merely given to us by our electrons interaction with, i.e. its repulsion from the electromagnetic field permeating space-time, the medium electron waves propagate through.
1: Or either physics is trying to fuck with me and tell me some shit that my body knows or you know, try to tell me my body don't know what the hell is doing or thinking.
0: Well your your brain, your brain, you have to understand that your mind works in your protection. Like your mind is 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 there to help you, you know what I mean? And it also simplifies things. And what I be trying to get people to understand is your your senses are filters. You know what I mean? Try to understand your senses as a filter. And I know you understand what, how filters work. Filters, you know, it takes away the stuff that you don't want and focus on the things that you do. So the things that are relevant, the things that, that, that affect you, you know what I'm saying? You know, directly. So each one of your senses are filtering out a whole shit ton of information and only focusing in on certain things that, that, work for you, that help you, that are useful to you. The rest of the stuff it throws away because it feels like that information is not useful. You understand?
1: Yeah, see, this is why I need to be a physicist because that's you know what I'm saying? That the dude uh, you know the, what's the name? Um, Einstein and uh, well, I guess he's the in of our time because I, you know, honestly, I'd like to, I'd like to know the the analysis that our people came up with before, you know, to see if it would be the same. It would be the same because this
0: is like, there's no, like I'm saying, the there's no argument with this stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, because it's hard, it's hard to argue. But, I mean, there's a bunch of claims that, you know, even with our own human... Like, it's, it's pretty much telling humans, you're hey, you're fucking nuts. I know all the things that you see and you feel seems like you're touching and you're feeling. But you're really not. You know what? You're actually doing magic. You're hovering. You're actually... um. You know, floating uh, it, or it's, it's
0: about the the. Well, you understand how magnets push against each other, right? Yeah, you, you understand that that's all it really is, and it's at a such a small um, it's it's so you know, little that you can't see it, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Does that make sense?
1: But see that that the reason why I'm willing to argue that kind of stuff is because if that was the case, like when I sit down on a chair, the chair would't have really any movement or have any kind of uh you know like it it would it you know wouldn't mold to my size and my weight, you know all you think- those things.
0: Yeah. You're not thinking about this properly. Yes. Okay. That's true. Once it settles in, once the chair, cause you're pushing on the chair and the chair is pushing back on you. Okay. And sure. once, once, once it becomes a balance, then there is the little layer of distance that's going to be between you and the chair because of the repel r- repulsion of this magnetism within the atoms of the chair repo, repoing, repelling the atoms in your body.
1: And um, I know the I, positive I, and, and I, negative charge. I know I'm giving you a hard time because I mean, you know, I know like I've kind of gone through the, the science and all this and that, but however, like, okay, let me the, the one one other example. Why is it that when um you know if i we're not actually making contact with you know these organisms let's say you're wiping sweat from your brow you're from your face it is is it you know because i mean how you know, what's it actually making the towel absorb the sweat if it's never making the true contact? You you're looking at it the wrong way. You you, you, I, you I'm just I know. I, I I mean, I think these are like just really good questions. And I mean because, you know, it can't be explained. It's just one of those things is like we're talking
0: about what the white man try to make level. us
1: do is just say, look, look, motherfucker, this is what I said. And, you that know, you,
0: no, these are the laws of the universe. That's the reason why I wanted to talk about this stuff, because these are the laws of the universe. It don't matter about your feelings. Your feelings, your feelings don't mean nothing. This is data we're talking about on a subatomic level. We're not talking about you. You wouldn't be able to see this you know what i'm saying you would need you would need some badass microscope it's the 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 energy is touching the other energy and interacting on it that's what's happening when you swipe the sweat from your forehead with the towel you know what i'm saying there's molecules in the towel that's sucking that it's sucking the water from you like it's like it's pulling it
1: i get it i i understand like this i i am you know the uh god's advocate in this to just you know push this along but all right continue because like i said i mean i i can
0: yeah let me let me read a little bit more to marco it's it's not that long It says also know various things play a role in making collections of particles into tangible things. We have things such as chemical bonding. And of course, the four primary forces mentioned above, chemical bonds allow electrons to latch on to imperfections within an object's surface, creating fiction. That's like the cracks in like, you know, holes and, and dips, right? And he said, for those that have persevered this far, you will see that purely electrostatic repulsion between electrons is not the only reason why you hover above your chair. In the normal case, it's about as strong as the Pauli exclusion principle when it comes to pushing things apart. It's actually a combination of these two effects dominating the actual behavior. By that, I am speaking of the unbelievable idea that electrons know where every other electron is, and they try to avoid each other as much as possible, resulting in an exponential decrease in the force between the electrons, even without the electromagnetic repulsion in play. Basically he's saying there's multiple forces involved in this. All in all, isn't it amazing how things relate? It's a fundamental scientific truth that things are often not as they seem. Or at least they are not as we perceive them to be. It throws everything we think about the universe into new light. I think that's it. Yeah, that's the end of it.
1: Yeah, because this show got me fooled.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I implore you guys to look this stuff up. All the time, I always be saying that, you know, whatever I say, whatever I'm talking about, whatever I say, do not take my word for it. Look it up for yourself when you have the time. Type that shit into your search bar in your YouTube window, your Google search, whatever. See what pops up. Read some of that shit and try to wrap your brain around it. It's going to help you understand the universe better. Everything is made up of small things. You know what I'm saying, and also what's crazy about that is that the atom is mostly space. Most of the atom is like I think it's 99% or 95% of the atom. It's it's just space, empty space that's like not being used, Mm -hmm. or or theoretically because it you know it has to be being used for something. What the space is used for. Where the electron can move, you know what I mean, and again, the electron can be in more than one place at a time. Another thing I was talking about earlier in the video is how you can you can you can see either the speed of the electron or where it is. You can't see its speed and where it is at the same time. I used the example of a car a car is it, 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 far away from you, you could see have a good idea of where it is, but you don't know how fast it's going. You understand what I'm saying
1: I yeah, and I you know I've heard all these things before. that's why it's like I think it's meant for me to challenge it
0: these this stuff can't be challenged it's- you could you can you can make it better. You can make it better because all this is edge science. Like this is all discovery stuff. You can improve on these principles, but you can't, you can't challenge them. They can't be challenged. These are universal laws.
1: That's been set by whom or proven by whom? Discovered. Remember
0: earlier, that's what they said. These things were here and will be here. They only get discovered. They only like oh shit. Damn, this what's this is what's been happening the whole time? That's how it goes.
1: But that's what I'm saying. So because I mean regardless, any law that we read, accept, or we acknowledge is still a uh, comp you know a form of comprehension between you know the person who has discovered it and the way that they have been able to express what they think they've seen
0: well that's what I, I don't know I wrote that too I don't know where it was at but we was talking about how you know oh wait let me go scientific law were you here when I talked about scientific law It's statements based on repeated experiments or observations that describe or predict a range of natural phenomena. The term law has diverse usage in many cases, approximate, accurate, broad, or narrow across all fields of natural science, physics, chemistry, astronomy, geoscience, biology. Laws are developed from data and can be further developed through mathematics. In all cases, they are directly or indirectly based on empirical evidence. It is generally understood that the implicit reflect though they do not explicitly assert causal relationship fundamental to reality and are discovered rather than invented. So, like I say, the reason why they're laws is because can't nobody, you know, you you can't fight them. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You, You know, they work. They can use the math to predict things. Like I say, gravity. You know, gravity is a is a is a is a damn gravity is a damn uh, theory, but you can use math to predict how things are going to move. You know, using the idea of gravity, using the theory of gravity. Theory. And, and and like I said before, it'll probably forever be a theory because there's certain things we can't. See, they've been trying to look at these super small particles, but, but they can't because the light goes around them. And then when they use more condensed light, it destroys them. So they can't see them. They can only see like a little blurry uh I have a video on this, but I'm gonna get flagged if I fucking play it. It's probably gonna put y'all to sleep too.
1: Oh <laughs> um, but I you know. I, I would love to see some of the tests that has been uh, made to discover and you know. That's one of the
0: things that they're using when they, you know, that uh, what is it called? The I can't think of the name of it. Basically, it's this huge thing. It's a it's in a circle. It takes up a huge amount of space, and they send particles. around this thing so that it can keep on picking up speed and then they send another particle in the opposite direction and make them make them make them crash into each other and when that happens then are these like the what they call the god particle so some people call it the guard particle it pops up and then it disappears or whatever like a lot of strange things happen and that's what they studied that to give them more information about the, you know, the physics, you know, with these small particles, the hydrogen collide, collide. They, I'm saying it wrong. Something like that. You guys, the people out there who know science know what I'm talking about. The hydrogen collider or whatever the fuck, it has to be big and it has to go in a circle and they send particles in opposite directions. And they, and also they, they, they give it extra energy so that it could go faster. And then they, they, Crash into it, and they have all these different um, tools to measure what's happening.
1: I'm being a an ass about it, you know, <laughs> to an extent because, you know, like I said, I've been here before. I've, I've, you know, I've rode this horse a few times, and like I said, it's it's just almost, you know, like I don't know. You know, I look at physics, especially the metaphysics, as, like, the closest way to find God. Yeah, and then, huh?
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I, and like I say,
0: I think that's what they're looking for. Go ahead.
1: So, I mean, I just, you know, I think it's easier for me to accept, you know, it with the whole God thing, because it's not truly a physical thing, but anything would you probably... Explain away in a physical world, right? It, just, it still leaves a lot of questions.
0: It's, n- it's not going to work exactly. It's not going to work because it's missing a bunch of stuff, and you can never see God because you can never see the whole universe.
1: You know? Yeah, you can we only don't, see. Pers- you can only see p- parts. Uh, parcels. Yeah, that's and that's it. I mean, we're
0: we're limited I mean, when it comes to that. We don't even know how big the universe, as far as we know, the universe can be infinite. There, I mean, There's no edge to it. It is. As far it's as we different. know. Yeah, I mean, again, nobody could argue with you on that because it can't be, as far as we know, it's infinite. We don't, we haven't seen an edge. So maybe there's no edge, there's no end.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you trust that uh, the shit that's going on inside of a a computer game, you know, where the road runs out or if it's a lot of times those don't even run out.
0: And it's esoteric and it's it's the thing. Have you ever heard someone say one plus one equals three? I have. What does that mean to you?
1: And one times one, one plus one, three.
0: one plus one uh, equals three.
1: Yeah, one plus one and one times one, um, equals three. But h- however, uh, you know, it's it's a. I think it's more so kind of a, a theory. Cause, I mean, based on math, that of course the way we know it. If you take one and then you add one, of course, it's two. But usually those relations, you know, when you looking at humans, you bring one. And one together, they usually. Come up with. Something else from it, those two. Those two things create something as well, so that's how it ends up being three. And it's it's kind of weird how it's I remember how it was explained, but it's something on that, on that level. What was yeah, that?
0: that's that's my little sound effects. I'm trying to figure out because uh, that's it, bro. what You just said I'm trying to. There's no good one I have for that. I'm trying to get better with this because I want to make this uh, like I say audio. So damn, I had something. I guess yay is my best one for that. Yay! <laughs> because that's exactly what I was that's exactly the direction I was going in with this. Um the one plus one equals actually uh three or more.
1: <laughs> well uh, and I am now I'm gonna tell you now one one of the one of the things where because this is something that um Terrence Howard uh try you know try, try to explain with the whole multiplying zeros and it's like how you know how is it that you come up with zero every time because you know there was, there was at least one that existed let's like say one times zero one times zero should at least be one because I mean the existence of the one, Shouldn't be negated by a zero. Well,
0: that is, that is math. So there, there's a reason <laughs> for that. There's a reason for that. Just, just for the basis of you know the usage what, of math. You know, what, we're talking about esoterics here, and the thing is the the holy trilogy, right? They talk about the holy trilogy all the time, and you know that was one yeah. of the things when I was coming up in the church. The trinity that was one the, that was one of the things i always questioned like it doesn't make sense it never made sense to me the god the son and the holy ghost you know that doesn't make any sense to me at all where the hell did y'all get that from like that sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me you know the more i thought about it, the more i thought about it, was, the more i thought about it The, the I, was, I was like come on get the fuck out of here that even as a kid i was like the Holy Trinity makes no sense. I would always ask about it. Can y'all please explain this to me in a way that makes sense because the way it has been explained to me doesn't make sense to me. So please can y'all break it down, which they couldn't. So and, okay. I, and now I know why. I know why they couldn't explain it is because they were looking at it totally wrong. The Holy Trinity, mother, father and son or daughter,
1: or child.
0: Child That's the holy fucking trinity. That's life forever. That's the unk. Yeah. The yoni, the phallus, and that's the one plus one equaling three or more. That's why they were. That's why. That's why it didn't make sense. Is because they were trying to explain it in some bullshit. This. Uh, this comes from esoteric. So that's the thing is they adopt shit and they. They. You know. They change it and they. You know. They try to make it work f- for. For whatever the hell and that you know the, and then the holy trinity is all about the the masculine you know the masculine we were talking about that a lot you know and it's like man it's like. Two like the cross being two fallacies. You know what I'm saying? The God, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Where the hell is women? Women don't exist in this shit. Well, get the get the fuck out of here! You just left a big part of everything out.
1: The the part of everything because I mean none of it exists without her, and that's you know. But that's one of the things like that's partially why a lot of our you know the world we live in is so confused or off balance, shall I say, because of them trying to, because I mean, of course, all of us aren't in that, you know, living that paradigm of misunderstanding. But at the same time, you know, this is something that is still reverenced by a lot of people. You know, Christianity, like a lot of people are, you know, aren't exploring, you know, the ancient, Uh, parts of Christianity, if you want to say, you know, call it Christianity. Um, They're not exploring it and and really looking at it. A lot of people look at the fathers. Like, I mean, especially if you're in Catholicism, I mean, they're still doing the, the, you know, the cross, head, chest, you know, shoulder, shoulder.
0: And that means death, because that's what they did. That's like, you know, uh, like how they nighten you or whatever, but really that mm. was about the way the sword moved when they kill you. It
1: was about killing someone. Yeah. Blessing you is killing you. Right.
0: Bleed. So that's etymology again. So if you take the etymology of blessed back, you're going to land on bleed. I looked this up years ago. Um, to bless you means to bleed you. Yeah. So God blessed you. God bled you, God took the blood up out of your body. Now you're no longer living.
1: Yeah, man, this it's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> Let me use some of it. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. I mean, I really, it's insanity. And you know, for anybody who's ever, you know, if this is, you know, especially like if you are, I mean, I. I study all different religions. I don't even really claim to have a true religion, if you want to say. Uh, but, you know, of course, religion is mainly just bringing back to, you know, you're bringing, I guess, pretty much trying to bring the people back together when you're doing a religion. But in either way, when you listen, listening, hearing these type of things, you have to kind of explore it a little more to get the, to the bottom of it. Because I mean, at least for your own personal um, understanding. Because just accepting some of these things is gonna have you like insane. Always, yeah, it's gonna always have you questioning things that Confused. that that doesn't really need to be questioned. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you really take that extra step, but that's why I, I definitely reverence the 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 unk i mean that's what i you know when i was younger i actually had a I had a cross i you know on my on my necklace or whatever but i have an unk because you know that's you know when you look at the top of it the the wound yep uh at the bottom is the phallus yep. and and the 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 cross that's going you know the the one that's going across, crossways, that's a balance in between, you know. And that's what, you know, whether you look at male, female, or the feminine, the masculine, right? Every way each, you
0: look at that, you can help understand your, your, you know, the world because you could talk about the masculine and the feminine within each person, it, 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 you
1: know, exa- and, exactly because it has multiple, it has multiple, uh, meanings, even, you know, when, even when you look it up. The the uh the onk has multiple fi- uh multiple meanings, and I think it was meant for that. But at the same time, I mean, you have to have, you know, especially in this world, like the, this on Earth, there are polarities, and if you know, there's not it's you know, off can, balance when you yeah. just
0: focus on the masculine, and that's what it is. In a lot of these religions, the popular religions are all about the masculine principle and it's leaving out the feminine principle and it's all about men, you know? And that's why men feel like they should be the ones ruling the world or whatever because they feel like women don't really matter. Like it's insanity. It's all the way insane. Like Holy Trinity, how are you gonna leave a woman out of that? You know, <laughs> life, life is gonna come to an end if you leave women out of it. You need them for for life to continue you need them for balance we also need the masculine and feminine within each one of us so that we can have balance mm-hmm. cuz each one of us can be toxically masculine and that could be for a woman that's another thing that people don't understand you got masculine and feminine in each one of us so a woman can be toxic her her, her masculinity can be toxic it could be the dominant You know, it could be out out of balance. And a lot of our women today have this toxic masculinity about them where they've let this, because they're trying, it's because it's a reaction to the patriarchy. It's a reaction to the churches basically leaving them out. So then they feel like some of them, a good number of them feel like they need to take on the masculine principle so that they can have some kind of power in this fucking backwards ass, retarded ass world
1: that we live in yeah if you're upholding this patriarchy the way you know a lot of women are because you know i don't see it as just i don't see it as only being toxic masculinity i mean because femininity can be toxic too
0: yeah exactly i'm not saying that i'm saying what i see is a lot of toxic masculinity coming from females and i say it all the time because that's what i see yeah, they could be toxically feminine, the, the you know, but today's age, the majority of the women, they are afraid to embrace their femininity. You know what I mean? Because this patriarchy and in the religions, it causes them to be uh, secondary. You know what I mean? Lesser. You know, need you know, you know, they're misunderstanding. Yes. They do need to be protected, but that's because they are more precious because think about it from a simple Let's just look at it from a simple aspect. Men can bust a thousand fucking nuts. They can have fucking hundreds of babies throughout their lifetime. Women only have a certain number of eggs. They can only have a certain number of children. You get what I'm saying? That makes them more precious. That makes them more precious. We could we could make a thousand babies, they could only make a few. You know what I'm saying? We could go around busting nuts all over the place. They only have a they could they could fuck a bunch of niggas, but they can only make a few few babies, certain number, a finite number. Yeah. So that's what makes them precious. Because you can't the busting the nuts don't make no baby, you know what I mean? You need that womb. You need that yoni, you you know what I'm saying? To be able to have a house for that,
1: you know, yeah, child the, to... The, the, your uterus needs, it has to, you know, in order for that baby to uh, cultivate, it needs that uterus to be able to hold it in, um, you know, create all of those things. Because I mean, of course, It creates. Uh,
0: It's really about environment. That's why you compare women to the earth, because the womb provides the perfect environment for the development of you know that life. That child, child, yeah. You know that's what it provides. It provides that environment. That environment protects. It protects. you know what's crazy about pregnancies is the body treats the pregnancy like a damn foreign, uh, like a foreign. It's like an invasive speech is like it's something that invaded the body. The body tries to be like, "What the fuck is this?" You know what I'm saying? But thankful that you know you have the uterus, um, and the lining—it protects it from the body wanting to get rid of it. The body really doesn't want that there. The the body is like, "This is foreign. This is some crazy shit going on." Because the body is just to protect you. So the thing is, the child can kill them all. You know, it happens a lot. It happens a lot, you know. So the your body is designed to protect your life. You know what I mean. So the the womb acts as a as a as a protective coating, a protective shield for that life to have an opportunity to incubate, even despite what the mom does or how she feels or whatever the hell. It doesn't matter. The womb is on its own, is doing its own thing when it's when it's creating a bait when it's, you know, incubating a, a child.
1: Indeed, it does. I mean, but uh it's also meant to protect the, the child at the same time because that's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because but
0: only the womb. I'm not talking about the rest of the body. The rest of her body is not on
1: board with the womb. The womb is doing its own thing. Well, the body is going to produce like it's gonna send the nutrients that the body has to that child over having or keeping uh, those. That's uh, true,
0: but that's those- again, that's the uterus fucking sucking. It's like, like I say, it's like a parasite. Basically, the baby is a parasite to the ba- to the to the host. It is. This is basics. It, yeah. it is sucking. It's sucking the life from 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 the host body. You know. To, to, you know, act uh, against the will of the body. And it also sends those hormones out to make the body, you know, produce milk and do all this kind of stuff that the, you know, like I say, the body may or may not want to do that because the body just, it, it's purpose is to keep, you know, the host alive. You know what I'm saying? So, but the wound, you know, does its own thing and it sends out signals, you know what I'm saying? And it forces the body to, to, to you know, do what I say. It becomes the boss for a while. and it, And that's what sucks about it because, like I say, the baby could kill the mom. The womb is looking out for the baby, not the mom.
1: Yeah. That's very true.
0: Yeah, well, you went straight to the point, so we didn't have to uh, even go around in a circle because it was about the 1 plus 1 equals 3, and you jumped on it right away. Um, and a lot of people don't understand this stuff, So, but you've done esoteric uh, studying. So, But this is not... It should be common knowledge, but I would say it's not.
1: No, it's not common knowledge. Um, most people do not understand that because... I mean the masses are sucked up into one way of seeing things and um, you know they feel threatened if somebody challenges any of that kind of stuff but you know like I said, I'm teaching my son early especially when it comes to like you know like he me and him was reading the what well, he was reading the Bible to me his Bible to me earlier and um you know we're going to do different things and i'm explaining to him you know certain key things for him to remember when he um when he's reading so i wish that uh more people did understand it so that you know because i'm sure my son he'll he'll, you know meet up you know opposites i mean well let's just say like people who are like-minded somehow draw themselves to each other so he'll find somebody that will be a match for him. That's important. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And have you ever heard the term uh, equally yoked? Of
1: course.
0: What do you think about that?
1: Well, um you know that's uh that's a very interesting concept that uh, because i mean there's nothing equal i don't i don't know in this universe really anything that is equal um you know and i guess it boils down more to perspective but i would say it's more so complementary to the other
0: Yeah, I I would throw it all the way out the window. Because the first time I heard that, I was like, what the hell is that? And then they explained it to me. And I was like,
1: that's a whole big pile of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know, like I said, this Bible has done a lot to do that. Like the different translations and... Because, I mean, you know, doing it over and over, it's like, oh, dang, you know what? We could really fuck with them if we d- used it like this, you know? So, like, I think they've they, they had fun with this Bible. Like, they have definitely. I'm telling
0: you, man. And everybody is <laughs> making money. It's all about the money. They worship money. So it's, you know, about getting fucking rich, man. And, and then, and then and the people just eat this shit up. And they won't let it go. Like, like. Like, my nigga Jay Lethal, like, he's heavy, you know. Um, he be talking about the Hebrews and the Israelites and stuff like that. And, you know, and I'm like, bro, don't you understand that the, they they forced Christianity on the slaves? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, we can't throw the uh, baby out with the bathwater. You know, he's like, um, they had um, orthodox Christianity that they was worshiping in, in, you know, other parts of the world. Like Egypt and so forth and so on, and that's true. And it's like the Egyptians can tell these Christians over here way better, <laughs> you know, than these Christians over here. They've been doing Christianity for a longer time. But what 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 these people don't understand is Christianity. Like the original Christianity was esoteric. You know what I'm saying? They've they've, they've they've they have bastardize it you know what i'm saying and 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 to the point where it's barely useful so but you the elements of the true the true elements from the esoteric stuff is in there but it's mixed with poison
1: so yeah i think the coptic i think the coptic was the first but it was more so because i mean i think it well i i i I guess they're Pretty much the same uh, Coptic and esoteric, because it's, it's still leading to the same type of teachings. Um, and you know, the religion, you know, like I said, the way to reunite people back to the universe is pretty much what the religion was meant for. And you know, all of the principles right from the universe to be and that's part- what they're
0: missing. So again they could you could throw it all the way out the window and go out there and study the grass and the trees and the stars and that that's way better way, way way better, you know, like I say um and and i and I and and I what like any the, they wouldn't even let the slaves read, but they gave them Bibles and tried to force them to read the Bibles or whatever or read the Bibles to them, you know. Come on man, if they if they, they if you're a slave, they're trying to meet, keep you in perpetual slavery forever. Your descendants are slaves. You know, what good thing are they going to give If you if you read, this is what you read, nigga. Right. So what what good thing would they really be trying to give the slaves? Come on. That's I mean, that should be enough for you to question um you know the king and that's another thing they have to have the king james version because that's what the slaves that's what they gave the slaves and they told the slaves you better not read no other version of the bible why because some of them other versions of the bible probably got some damn better more authentic information in it they want you on the king james
1: version only yeah and if you if you're not able to really decipher and know to look past certain things or you know how to interpret yeah a lot of people are gonna continue to be lost because they,
0: they do not they won't even read another book i'm like bro read some other books bro read read some horror fiction bro read some non-fiction read some spy novels bro <laughs> read some other books please you know what i'm saying Read the books that the Bible was came from. Read the books that was left out of the Bible. You know. Go to the Hemetic texts. Go to the Dead Sea Scrolls. If you're just reading the Bible, bro, your view of the world is gonna be super, super limited. Your perspective is gonna be very, very limited.